Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over a hundred five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Welcome, welcome back. It is April of 2023, which is crazy to think that a quarter of the year has already flown by. It's so funny. I was talking to a client the other day and we were talking about how when you're young, time can't move fast enough. You can't wait till you turn 16 and you can drive. You can't wait until you turn 18 and you can make your own rules and you can move out. I'm assuming most of you have had that experience where your parents or your grandparents would always tell you to slow down or enjoy it now because once you get older, it goes by fast. And boy, is that true because I do really feel like the months and the weeks just fly by. In many ways, that's a bit scary because if you're a high achieving entrepreneur, which I'm assuming you are if you're listening to podcasts. You can look back at the time and just feel like you're missing out or you're not doing enough or you're not where you want to be. Like I've said before, it's so simple, yet it's so powerful. And oftentimes, the simpler the concept, the harder it is to truly grasp because it's so simple you don't take it seriously or it's so simple that you don't find it valuable and you take it for granted. But you are where your attention is. And I struggle with this too. I'm human as well. When you focus your attention on what seems like failures or that you're not moving fast enough or that you're not successful enough or that you hadn't done all the things that you being an entrepreneur and a business owner is a mental game. When I think about some of the major shifts that I've had, it isn't a funnel system. It isn't a landing page. It isn't a marketing tip or a social media strategy. More often than not, anytime I've moved forward in my business, it's been an internal mental game. And often it's because of a shift that resonated with me in a way that completely changed a perspective. That perspective helps me to move forward, refocus my attention on the things that I desire, the things that I want, the things that are actually in my control. Because if you think about it, a lot of things are out of our control. It's a very humbling and yet peaceful energy shift, and it all starts internally. In this episode, which is going to be a shorter one, but a powerful one, I really wanted to dive into the concept of objections because every business has them. If you've been struggling with your marketing, if you've thought about discounting your services or doubting whether or not you priced it low enough or maybe you're pricing it high enough and now you regret it, or you're wondering if you're even in the right niche, then you're going to love this episode, or at least I hope you do. Because objections are inevitable, again, in every business. You are no different. Objections are not wrong or bad. They're just unavoidable. And as humans, we take rejections personally. That's usually our first reaction. A lot of us will avoid it or resist it instead of be with it. When we take it personally, it hits us differently. And in turn, that has a trickling effect 
and increasing our self-doubt, wondering if we're good at this, if we should be doing this, if we can even make a viable business out of this, or maybe we feel like we priced ourselves outside of the market. And none of that is true. So you can just stop for a moment and go back to just realizing that every business has objections. Then you can realize that it's not personal because everyone experiences. Instead, it's just inevitable. It's part of business. I would even go further to say that objections is a good thing because it's not a no. Because a no is a no. An objection is often a desire, but dot, dot, dot. And whatever that person fills in the blank with is often rooted by a thought pattern or a belief that's rooted in fear. And by the way, I love this. The word lie is in belief. Often our beliefs are not the truth, including our customers. Objection is actually a confirmation that they do have this desire. That's why they contacted you. That's why they DM'd you. That's why they filled out your consultation form. But the reason why they didn't follow through the booking or paying for the service is because they have some sort of objection, which means it's a desire attached to a fear. That's all it is. It's not a no. More often than not, the reason why they have an objection is because of something internally that's happening with them. They may be wondering, what if I waste my money on this? What if it doesn't work on me? What if I can't do this? Maybe you're a trainer and you have someone who is interested in training with you. And for whatever reason, they're not booking their deposit. It's not so much about you versus what's going on with them. They may be wondering, what if I don't have what it takes? More often than not, your client is consumed with their own self-doubt. It's an opportunity to have a deeper discussion with them, to get them to shift their perspective on what will I gain if I invest in this? How will it improve my life? How will it change it? What will it free me to do more of? What will it empower me to love? What if I am successful at this? What would that open up for me? What would that give to my family? How would that change my lifestyle? You see how those are more empowering questions? Oftentimes, when we let fear be the advisor of our life or our business, we begin to manifest the very things that we're afraid of. This is simply human nature. I'm pretty sure you can relate to investing in your first training or investing in your business or investing in your website and thinking the same thing. Often when someone has an objection, what they're doing, like every other human, is they're weighing the benefits and risks in order to make a decision. The good news is as their potential technician or educator, trainer, service provider, is that you don't have to convince them because there's already a desire there. They wouldn't have contacted you if there was no desire to work with you, if they didn't feel like you had a solution to their problem. When they reach out to you and make time to have a conversation with you, they're showing you that there's already a desire to work with you. What they're saying is, I want this, but I'm afraid. I want this, but I have doubts. All you're simply trying to do is to integrate their desire, which is I have a problem, I believe you have a solution, and you want to align that towards an action. Because if they don't solve their problem, whether it's with you or with someone else, 
and they let fear advise them to not do anything about their problem, then nothing changes if nothing changes. What a lot of us do, including myself, is we take their objection as if it's a no, but there hasn't been a no. What we're working with is two forces of the objection, which is the desire and their doubt, which is a form of resistance. It's the quote and unquote but that we have to figure out so that they can make a more empowered choice for the movement of their life. That's all it is. To further expand this conversation with your future client, you can ask them, do you believe that this can work? Aside from your doubt, X, Y, and Z, it costs too much. I don't know if I have the time. You can simply ask them, after everything I've shared today, do you feel like this could work for you? Yes, I'm hopeful, but okay. Do you feel like I could be the technician for you? Do you feel comfortable with me? Yes, da, 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 da. I looked at your results. It's amazing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. You can then ask, well, then what is holding you back from making a decision today? Just begin to be able to expand that conversation for them to bring up their own fears, which then you can address because you are an expert in your field. And you should know what most common objections are going to be for your training or for your service. In my industry, it's more so the timing of healing. I have plans for X, Y, and Z. I don't know if I'll be healed by then. What percentage of improvement can you guarantee or you think I can have? All of these objections I'm used to hearing. And so I simply just focus on answering them to the best of my abilities. I'm not lying to anyone. I'm simply giving them more knowledge, more education. I'm not convincing them of anything. My entire job is to just help educate them and to put their fears and doubt at ease because I know that it does work. I wouldn't be in business if I didn't believe in what I'm doing, if I didn't believe that I could truly transform someone's life. Because I have proof of that, I feel very aligned when I'm sharing things that they may be fearful of that I've heard or that clients in the past have experienced, and I can share those stories with them. I already know there's a desire there. I know that I'm in business because I believe I have a solution for their problem. Because I'm aligned, it's more so of moving the needle for them or giving them the space so that they can sit with the potential of what they can have instead of sit with their problem. Regardless if they choose me or not, if they don't do anything to truly solve their problem, they're just going to waste more time in their problem. They're going to have another summer where they don't feel comfortable putting on a bathing suit. They're going to experience another hot, sweaty summer wearing long sleeves or jeans and not to experience the freedom of wearing a dress or shorts, for example. I'd rather ask them questions that can help them see that for themselves. So when someone gives you an objection, you can help pivot that by asking them what they could actually gain by getting them back to their values. What was the reason? What was the true motivation in them booking a call with you? How has this affected their life so far? It's getting them to remember the circumstance and the situation that they're currently in. And the only way out is they must do something different. What's that Albert Einstein quote? I mean, I don't know if he officially said it, but I always see his name with that quote. Keep doing the same thing and expecting a different results is called insanity. It goes something like that. And that's often what our clients are doing. You have to remember your client is unhappy because they have a problem and you wouldn't have a business if they didn't have a problem because we are all in the problem solving business. 
if they didn't have a problem, you wouldn't have a business because you get paid to solve their problems. More often than not, they are stuck in their problem. The degree in which you can dismantle your potential clients' objections, right, their lies, their fears, is the degree in which they will invest in themselves through the transfer of money. Sometimes objections really do lead to you finding out that you and your client are just not aligned, and that's okay. Other times, objections is simply an opportunity for you to further connect with your client, get them to express what's really going on for them, understand that, and give them an opportunity to look at their problem a different way. Objections are not hard. They're not wrong. They're simply inevitable. And I think if we can just begin to shift that and be ecstatic in the sense of, hey, this isn't a no yet. This is really an opportunity for me to dig in, to further connect and bridge intimacy with my client and figure out and listen to what's going on. Because more often than not, an objection has already proven that there is a desire. There's a reason why they want this problem solved. There's a reason why they feel like you're the person that can help them. Otherwise, they would not be on the phone with you. They would not be in your treatment room. All you need to do is help dismantle the lie that they feel is true. Because fear is often the worst advisor in both our business and personal lives. In addition, this is going to be a challenge for you if you don't know the value of what you offer. If you don't intrinsically know the value of what you actually do, it's going to feel like you're trying to convince people to buy your stuff. And when we have to convince people to buy from us, That's when we're forcing, lying, or manipulating. That's how sales begins to feel icky instead of a transfer of energy, solution, movement forward. So be careful with that. If that is you, I would say go back to the drawing board and really sit with what it is that you offer on a deeper level. It's more than permanent makeup. It's more than tattooing. It's more than body sculpting because I know we have a lot of beautypreneurs that listen to this podcast. It's more than just the actual 3D service. There is something going on much deeper that you're providing them and everything is a transfer of energy. So I would say sit with that, own that, and then begin to detach from objections and think of it as an opportunity to build a deeper relationship with your client. You're not forcing, you're not manipulating. You're simply educating them as an expert of your field, as a technician or an artist who's built a business to provide a solution to people who have problems as they do. You're simply there to educate them and help them move the needle past their fear. And again, we got to respect everyone's free will. So not everyone is going to be able to do it. But a no is not a no. An objection is simply a desire, but X, Y, and Z. And whatever that fill in the blank is, is simply a fear that they have. You're not going to be able to transmute that fear if you fear objections yourself. And with that being said, what you resist persists. Think of objections as an opportunity, as a positive thing because it's not a no and it's simply unavoidable, inevitable. It has nothing to do with your business, with your marketing, with your pricing. It is not personal. Every, every business has objections. The more that we can accept it, the more that we're not in fear of it, we can then begin to transmute it and help us be better, stronger, informed, 
confident and competent business owners. Let me know what you guys thought of this episode. You can drop me a voice note in the show notes. I discovered this new thing, which I think is so cool, which makes it really easy for you guys to interact with me, engage with me, ask me your questions, and who knows, I might answer it on a future episode. So thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.